Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Black and Abdallah on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. We are live from 390 Golf in Wooddale. We're drinking Stella Artois. We're having a great time in Abdallah. It's a Friday night. All calls welcome at 312-332-3776. We have a lot to get to tonight. The Bears with a big win last night. 16-13 over the Carolina Panthers. They are now 3-7 on the season. We have a lot to look forward to with the Bears, and we'll get to it throughout the next two hours here on Black and Abdallah. But also, this is going to be a fun fun night here at 390 golf absolutely we got the golf base set up here people are taking swings some people are taking hacks it depends you hacking or you swinging some people are hacking some people are swinging uh but it doesn't matter whatever you want to do it's going to be fun come hang out we got eight bays here golf clubs if you don't have golf clubs if you want to bring your own clubs you're more than welcome to bring your own clubs the bays are set up for you it's free there's tons of balls here for you to hit there's free food they just set up a huge spread yeah. right but you can't see because i got this if you're watching on twitch there's this espn chicago thing right through here there's a huge spread of food behind us for yeah. those listening to the show and we're drinking yeah. uh we're drinking ice cold stella artois which is great so come hang out with us it's going to be awesome for the next two hours well you know what's awesome about this place is right we we love to go to the driving range you take your hack and then you're like trying to figure out did i hit my target down there where is it going am i am i hitting it straight am i getting the right club head speed on that where where am i hitting the golf ball so they have top tracer range technology Mm -hmm. so every swing you take you turn around and you look at the computer screen and then you get a breakdown on your swing after you just watched it with your eyes that's awesome that yeah. is a game changer. Oh, that, that's great. I, I love, love that. that. Yeah, because normally, you know, you go to a simulator, you're hitting into a screen. Not yeah. a fan. Yeah, you don't Not get to see it. Fly. You know what I was also talking to people here about is the spatial awareness. Yeah. I don't like hitting a driver in a bay <laughs> inside. like that inside yeah. because I'm like, am I going to hit a wall? Am I going to, like, I don't want to do that. Now I'm outside. I can hit whatever I want to. Like, it's awesome. It's well, great. Especially, you know, some... Uh, Maybe not pros, but, you know, internet pros will tell you that you should hold your driver at the very end of the club mm-hmm. to then create the most whip yes. as you're coming through I on do your the drive. Opposite. Well, I I, I'm just saying, if you're someone that holds the very end of the golf club, yeah. when you swing in your, your back swing and then your follow through, a lot of area. you're going to have an extension that is much larger than the usual swing. Yes. And me being left-handed, sometimes I go to these uh, driving ranges, and I'm hitting the ceiling. I'm doing all kinds of stuff. I'm hitting walls. Uh, We got space here. Oh, yeah. And and here's the deal. There are uh, 76 heated bays. I was going to say, the best part is space heaters as well. Uh, There are two floors open today, and uh, come on out. We are having a great time, and we have eight bays to ourselves. If you're coming out to watch the show today, uh, we have golf balls for you to hit. We have golf clubs that you can use, and there's food. And also, Cella Artois, you can come have a nice beverage as well. And great prizes. We're giving away a couple gift cards here to the golf, to the bar. We're giving away some great swag here from 390 Golf. It's going to be awesome, so make sure stop on by, come hang out, hit some golf balls. We're going to have a driving competition with Charlie. I don't yeah. think he knows that yeah, yet. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, he's on his phone. He seems unaware right now that yeah. he's going to be involved in a driving contest. If you can now drive the Char Dog, 
you'll leave happy. Yeah. Which shouldn't be hard to do. I've seen, I mean, if he's hitting an 8-iron, <laughs> uh, then everyone's going to be able to. Well, but, I mean. Charlie just started playing golf. Yeah, that's true. That's like, true. this last summer, he just started playing golf. Yes. Uh, I do want to say $6 Stella drafts here, and then $22 16-ounce Stella can buckets. Oof. How about that? Oof. So come on out. We're at 390 Golf in Wooddale, and we'll be here till 8 o'clock. We're having a great time. Come hit some golf balls, have some drinks, drink some Stella with Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. All right, so the Bears win last night. They're 3-7 and seven on the season. The defense gave up six points. Uh, they gave up 12 first downs. How about this on third down for third down efficiency? They held Carolina the three for 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only gave up 213 yards. Those are the positives. The defense was outstanding. Yes. The offense looked like crap again. Yes. It's something that has kind of been the, the theme of this season when we kind of expected a little bit more from the offense coming into this year, especially after the, the uh, Bears acquired DJ Moore, mm-hmm. the number one pick for DJ Moore, and then you thought that like this, this offense is going to be high flying. Let me ask you this question. Through one half yesterday, did it feel like to you that Matt Eberflus would get fired today? Uh, yes. Because, like, at halftime, it kind of felt like, wow, if they lose this game, why wouldn't they just move on and kind of well, I mean, start look, to focus on the future for this team? After the press conference from Ryan Poles where he talked about how much he likes Matt Eberflus and how uh, good of a job he's doing, that kind of let you know that he's not going to be fired during the year, right? I don't, I don't I know, man. That first half yesterday. I, I, I might have changed my mind after that first half uh, if they ended up losing that game. Especially, not only that. It wasn't after the first half either, either Chris. The end of the game, when the Panthers went on that drive that ate up like seven minutes a clock and they just couldn't get off the field. They had a first and 30, ended up converting that into another first down, right? Then they just kept on converting and they would get to fourth down and Bryce Young would scramble for a little bit or find an open guy. I don't know if the Bears were just going into that cover two, bend, don't break, because yesterday was a perfect example of bend, don't break, right? Yeah. We'll let you drive down the field. We'll let you do whatever you want to. You're only kicking field goals. And, again, if you can win a field goal game like they did with just one touchdown, that's fine. But that if they would have found a way, if the Panthers would have completed that drive and tied the game up, yeah, at least, I think we would have gotten calls today about firing Matt Eberflus. And I think we're still getting calls today about firing Matt Eberflus because the problem is the defense was playing well, and you're supposed to be a defensive-minded head coach. You're supposed to hang your hat on that defense. And the defense was playing well. In the first half, but they just wouldn't, they couldn't get off the field on third down and then on fourth down in that last drive. It just felt like the Panthers were going to find a way. They'd end up getting a big stop. Eddie Pinheiro misses a 59 yard field goal into the wind, which, like, you go to games at Soldier Field, it's oh. like, come on, man, what are you even attempting that for? Like, just try to get another first down, try to get a few more yards. Uh, I thought the last play on uh, third down that uh, Frank Wright called was, was bad because at least try to get, like, Five more yards. At least try to get six to seven. Get another chunk play to give Eddie Pinheiro like a 50-yard field goal or a 52-yard field. Not 59. Like, it wasn't very good uh, coaching, I thought, by Frank Reich to go for that field goal or at least that, that play before the field goal to set up. They didn't give them a shot. They took a shot down the field and couldn't get it. Like, it wasn't good. Um, but the Bears got lucky. I thought, just looking at the score, looking at the stats, it was a you needed to win that game. 
I don't care how you won that game. You needed to win that game. That was the only must-win for the remainder of the year. The other games, if you find ways to win, cool. I think we're at the point now where it's like, all right, if Justin comes back and he plays well, that sure wins some games. Because as long as the Panthers have the first or second pick, you're fine. Like, you can do whatever you want to with your pick, whether you trade it back, whether you use it, whatever you want to do. But you need to ensure that you have a quarterback in place with the first or second pick. Because whether Justin ends up playing well for the last seven games or not, we know what Bajan is. We know we know what Fields is now. I don't know if seven games are going to change anybody's mind. Yeah. But we kind of know what these quarterbacks are. And so you had to win that game. I don't care that it was ugly. Defense played great. Uh, they generated... You know, turnover, they had sacks. Like, it was good. It was a good game by the defense. I think you can hang your hat on it was a good game on, by the defense. And it's just another bad team and a bad quarterback right now that you can say Matt Eberflus and his defense beat. Like, it's not great. It doesn't feel good. Like, well, they're, a, they're a bad team. I don't wait. They, they beat a bad good. team last night. And, and that's one of those things where a win is a win, except. You look at it, you win by three points, and the team that's the worst in the National Football League should be put away much earlier than with two minutes to go, right? Having that completion on third down to solidify the victory, Mm -hmm. this team should have had the game won much earlier. And I get it. It all stands for the same in the standings. You know, a win is a win. That's yeah. how I started off the, this point. But the, but I think when you watch it as a Bears fan, there wasn't really a lot that we saw last night that was inspiring. No. You know, like you, you mentioned how good the defense played. They're against one of the worst offenses in the entire National Football League. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, great. You played well. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, and listen, you, It wasn't a dominating victory where, where you had three uh, interceptions returned for touchdowns Bryce and you Young had fumbles had off the right. Too, though. Bryce Young had his moments. He had a couple good throws. He you know, scrambled when he needed to, but he's got nothing out there. Like I almost feel bad for him watching that game yesterday. Well, he's small. Well, it's not even that. He's a small guy. It's not I feel bad that. for him. It's like you and me standing back there trying to play professional football. They don't have a good offensive line. They don't have any weapons. He's in a bad situation. Do you He's hear what Herb Street was saying? That, that when he was watching him at Alabama, he was like, oh, he was like 180. Do you realize that that's like 10 pounds away from Chris Bleck back there playing yeah, quarterback? That's, uh, that's not going to get it done. No, no, against, it's not going to get like it done. It's like a Montez Sweat. No. That's not going to get it done. I would be dead. But I feel like he's in – I'm not ready to just – like if I'm in Carolina, if we were doing the show in Carolina right now, I'd be like, look, this is a bad year. Like just like Fields' last first year. Like let's just slow our roll on Bryce Young. He might not be horrible. The size is obviously an issue. But if they can, if they find ways to protect him and get him some weapons, you know what would have helped him last night? DJ Moore would have really helped him oh, last well, night. Oh, well, sure. They wouldn't have him then. That, yeah, that's exactly. how you got him. Yeah. Well, I, I would say this. I'm not – I'm not out on Bryce Young, but I'm certainly concerned, and I'm yes. certainly uh, questioning whether or not he'll ever be able to do it at the highest level in the National Football League. I'm not questioning C.J. Stroud. I think what we've seen from Stroud, oh, yeah. Yeah. he seems like he gets it and that he's going to be a stud for a while for the Texans. I'm starting to question Bryce Young, and, and I think that's where, you know, lead it back to our situation here in Chicago. I'm ready for Justin Fields to return. Yeah, I don't need to see Bajan anymore. Uh, if he has to play because Fields is hurt, okay, he can manage. Mm-hmm. He's not going to win you games. Mm-hmm. But let's be real. He had a heater against the Raiders, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Everything else since then has been pedestrian at best. Great story. Love the story. It's a great story. I, I think it, I'm, I'm thrilled that a kid that wasn't drafted made the roster and then battled his Absolutely. way to be a backup quarterback. Absolutely. That's cool as hell. 
But we need Justin Fields out there if they want to do anything at the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't I'm think... I'm going to tell you something, this baguette guy. Yeah, the baguette guy, quarterback. Yes. Yeah, we're done with the baguettes. I don't think anybody is out here rooting against Bajan. It's not, that's not the issue. The issue is this team needs a real court, like a, an NFL franchise quarterback, and I haven't seen anything from him to lead me to believe that he would do that. I know he's only played in four games. That's fine. But at the same time, like you just, there's no zip on the football. There's he's he's falling into the same kind of stuff that Justin Fields was going into. Like people are going to screenshot that Tyler Scott run where he's open way down the middle and he didn't go back to him. And Herb Street tried to say, oh well, maybe he's not in his progressions. He's in it. He's out there. He's in his progressions. Come on. We're we're all the uh, the all twenty two Warriors today on the uh, Beijing miss well, of Scott. Come out till tomorrow. Two on days. Saturday? Two days. Saturday? Yeah, okay. two days for the All right, so we're going to get a well, bunch Sunday, of it doesn't come out podcast Tuesday, replays of, yeah. of look at Bajit missing Scott, or is that only uh, reserved for Justin Fields bashing? And Trubisky, yeah. yeah and Fields, Trubisky. Fields and Trubisky, yeah. 312-332-3776. It's a Friday night. We're at 390 Golf. We're taking your phone calls. Peter and Roselle, you're up first with Black and Abdallah. What's up, Peter? Peter. Hey, what's up, boys? Uh, i kind of been on hold for a while, my bad. But, uh, you're good. So I, I called into the Waddle show. And they were talking about, like, and a, a lot and of people say about Fields. Waddle and Sylvie. About how, I'm sorry? It's Waddle and Sylvie. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Waddle and Sylvie. Um, so they were talking about how if Fields can produce something for the rest of the season, then he has a chance to show that yeah. he's our guy. So I kind of want to know what your guys' thoughts are of the stat line that he would need to post in order for you to not – take somebody in next year's draft. So I wrote down a little stat line. Here's some numbers. So this sure. is probably the max of field production in seven games. This is the maximum. Maximum, 1,800 yards, 14 TDs, six picks, and on the ground he goes four TDs for 400 yards. Right? So now what do you do if he puts up that stat line and you still have a chance to grab Caleb Williams with the first pick? Because I don't see how you can pass on him. How many wins are you getting there? Uh, if he posts that stat line, you're probably getting three wins at least. Three okay. wins? Okay, so you how finish, many, how you many finish the season with six. How many sacks is he taking? Uh, I would say 12. Oh, that's a lot of sacks. Uh, okay, so I think, Peter, the problem is I can't just look at stats and say that, okay, he's the guy, right? I can't right. just look. I need to see what he looks like when he comes back. Is, is he getting the ball out faster? Is he not running into sacks? Is he not, you know, is, are those turnovers his fault that he's, or is it, you know, are they tip passes or whatever, right? Like, you need, you need the full story before you can judge. Like, he can go out there and, you know, maybe they don't win any more games, but he's putting up decent numbers and he looks the part and the ball is coming out faster and he's not running into sacks, so he's got, you know, he's playing clean football. And you're like, okay, maybe there's something here. We still draft a quarterback, and then maybe you have a, a, you know, a quarterback competition there for, to see who's going to be the starter and eventually you just end up trading fields. But it's more than just looking at numbers and saying, okay, these are the numbers that we need to see, or else we're gonna fi- we're gonna move on from you. Thanks for the call, Peter. There's Peter and Roselle. I, I'd say this: I disagree with this uh, with that idea, though, because those stats, uh, Fields has to outperform that for them to be like, yeah, we don't need a quarterback. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like he would have to show up, and in these final games, 
he would have to give you something like 16 touchdowns, two interceptions, Mm -hmm. six sacks. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the Bears finish with a record of uh, eight wins. So what would they have to win five games here down the stretch? I don't know if they can win five. Like, I look at the I'm, schedule. What I'm saying is he I can't like have the amount of interceptions that he's shown to this point and for them to still think they shouldn't take a quarterback. They're yeah. going to they're gonna take one because he has been so inconsistent to this point. Yeah. He would have to show up, play great here till the end of the season, and outplay those numbers that Peter was suggesting. I also think that the, the defense, if they play like they did yesterday, will keep them in games, right? They've, in a lot of the games early in the season, and even in the Chargers game when Bajan was out there, the defense didn't give them any chances. Like, the defense gave them a shot in the Saints game. Like, they were in that game. Uh, It ended up being a a one-score game. Um, But against the Chargers, no chance whatsoever. You were down 14-0 like it was before you blinked, you know? Um, I think also in the Chiefs game. Like, but that was kind of expected. I think the defense needs to play. Now that they're getting healthier and playing the Panthers, they're playing... Better football. Hopefully, this, you know, along with 10 days off, you got a mini buy here. You know, you got a mini buy coming up against this Lions game. This is going to be a big test because hopefully Justin Fields comes back healthy. He plays well. But also, your defense needs to stop a very good offense. And the, the Lions have a very good defense, too. So, this, you're going to go from the bottom of the barrel and you're going to one of the best teams in the NFL. The Lions are a top five team in the NFL. And so, you need to find ways to stop them, but also keep them from stopping you and if he can do that he, there's still good teams on the schedule that if you see him play well twice against the lions and maybe they win one of those games you're like okay maybe this is but like like if they beat the cardinals and he's got four touchdowns against the cardinals like okay what does that do for me it doesn't do anything because they're a bad team like he's proven fields has proven he can beat the bad teams they beat the commanders this uh, earlier this year by like 20 points they can do that you need to show that you can actually beat the subpar teams and the better teams and not just the bottom feeders of the NFL. It's Black and Abdallah on a Friday night. All calls welcome at 312-332-3776. We're having a great time at 390 Golf in Wooddale. We're drinking Stella Artois. We're having an awesome time. We're going to get in the hitting bays in a little bit. Charlie Bevins is out there taking hacks right now. Here he goes with the back swing. Charlie's about to take a swing. Here he is. Nice oh, little dainty oh, swing, yeah. Charlie. All right. Okay. What are you doing? All right. Okay. All right, Charlie. Range, He's waiting to bring out the big dog later. Uh, so we're we're here having a great time. There's food. Yeah. Uh, we have hitting some. bays. There's heat lamps. It, it's a great time. We'll also continue taking your phone calls at three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Black Abdallah on a Friday night. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. <laughs> All right, Abdallah, here how, we go. How are you hitting them? I saw you hit right. them out there. So we go to commercial break. You and I went op- opposite di- yeah, directions. Yeah, I went to go get some food. You went straight to the food. So they got chicken parm rolls. They got beef Those rolls. Those awesome. Uh, they got sliders. Pizza There's looks good. Three different kinds of pizza in there. It's awesome. Uh, you went to get the food. Yeah. I went directly to the hitting yeah, bay. Yeah, well, we know our I priorities. Was, I was taking hits the entire commercial break, so I was working with an eight iron. Okay. I'm trying. I, if you look at the video, yeah, all straight. 
perfectly straight. Uh When did that happen this summer? Never. I saved it all for tonight. Wow. We're at 390 Golf in Wooddale. We're drinking Stella Artois. We're having a great time. We have hitting bays. We have golf balls. We have clubs. uh, Whatever you need. some pizza. They have it here. They have free food. Yeah. Uh, So come on out to the broadcast. The food is for the broadcast. So come on out and hang out with us. Uh, We have some gift cards to give away uh, before the end of the show. $6 Stella Drafts. $22 16-ounce Stella can buckets. So we're living the life tonight here uh, Block Amdala on ESPN 1000. We'll also take your phone calls at 312-332-3776. Because it's a Friday night, all calls welcome. Bob and Joliet, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Bob? Bob. Bob and Joliet. Can you hear me okay? There we got Bob. Yeah, okay, thank you. Uh, hey, this goes, thanks for taking the call. This goes back to Jerry Krause, 1980s, 90s, organizations win um, championships. Um, here's my point, and please comment. Um, okay, um, Jacksonville went zero, uh, 1 in 15. Yeah. They got the first draft choice. They got um, Trevor Lawrence. Two years later, they won the division. Okay? Thank, two years. That is two years. Okay. Um, the who uh, Detroit Lions in their 2008 they went zero and sixteen. Three years later they were ten and six in the playoffs. Bengals uh, went two and fourteen. Was able to draft Burrow two years later in the Super Bowl. Why can't the Bears do that? It's an organizational problem. Please comment on that. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the call, Bob. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's why uh, one of the things that we talk about is when teams struggle in the NFL, they hit the bottom of the pool, Mm -hmm. they bounce straight back up because you can turn over a roster quickly and you can go from not competing whatsoever to being a team that is competing for the playoffs, if not a championship in short order, if you find the franchise quarterback. Well, it's not only that, too, but I think the people that are, um, you know, there are a bunch of detractors out there that say, you know, it doesn't matter who you draft. The Bears are just going to ruin them anyway, and it will just be in this, you know, vortex of suck forever. And I would tell those people that the organization is different now. Like, we haven't seen what this organization is going to look like under Kevin Warren. He's only been employed here... For this season. And I know his main focus is, you know, uh, building the stadium and improving the football team. And I don't think that Kevin Warren is going to be one to sit by and give coaching staffs who only win three games and whose uh, defense isn't that great unless they play bad quarterbacks and bad teams another chance. So I think that you should, you know, give the Bears, I guess, give the Bears a chance. Like, let, let, Kevin Warren figure out what to do this offseason. I don't think Ryan Poles is going anywhere. I don't think the Montez Sweat deal would have been made if Ryan Poles was going to be going anywhere. Um, But I do think that if you bring in a new quarterback at a a top pick, like first or second, that you're going to have to bring in a new coaching staff, and that's a new organization. And so, yes, Jerry Krause did say organizations win championships. He also said players don't with Michael Jordan on the team. So 
players also win championships. And you can't win a championship in this NFL anymore. This isn't Trent Dilfer winning a Super Bowl with the Ravens anymore. You can't do that anymore. You need competent quarterback play at the elite level. And the only way to do that is to draft a guy, and it might not be Caleb Williams. It might be Drake May. It might be Bo Nix. It might be J.J. McCarthy. I don't know who it's going to be, but whoever comes in, whichever new coaching staff comes in, is going to have to do that assessment and try to pick the right guy. But I do think that you've got a much more, a much better person picking who the co- who the coaches will be as opposed to non-football people like it was before. Paul in Elmwood Park, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Paul? Hey, guys. So um, I just wanted to say, you know, Nick Foles had a 28-touchdown season. I think like two interceptions only. Meanwhile, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, his rookie season, threw 28 interceptions. He holds the record for that. It takes longer than one year to sit there and truly figure out what you have with the quarterback. Okay, so for anybody to sit here and judge a guy based off a couple games and this and that, it's just nonsense. You really need a big body of work to see. you got to go through some ups and downs and everything like that. you got to see what a guy's full potential can be and if he can develop any kind of consistency. With that being said, when the backup quarterback comes in and gives you a win, give him, give him credit. You know, we blame these quarterbacks all the time for losses. Kid went in there. I know the stat line doesn't look great. But he got a win at the end of the day. He sat there. He didn't, he didn't implode like he did the week before. He didn't turn the ball over. And it's fine. He came away with a win. And so, you know, the most I'm ever looking for my backup quarterback is four games at max. I think if you're asking your backup to play more than four games, then that's just, you know, an, uh, a scenario that you don't want to be in. And then just win me at least half of them. And that's what the kid went out there and did. So now we have a good quarterback number two with some upside. That's nice and cheap. That will benefit now from sitting there and developing. Now when he's in the quarterback meeting rooms, at least he could put some type of experience with his knowledge because knowledge and experience equals wisdom. So, you know, it just makes you more wise. And the kid just needs to sit there and develop a little bit more. And then this is Justin Fields. Justin Fields' team for the next two years. And he needs to show us consistency. That's what it is. All right, Paul, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate you. I, I, you want to give Bajan some credit? No, I, I did give him credit. I, he did. It. I said that was a perfect win. He did his job. He didn't cost him the game. Yeah, he didn't I, turn I, the I ball think my, over. my point is he like if, you, if you want to do anything towards the end of this season, Fields has to return and he has to play well. Yeah, Bajan as the backup is not going to do anything to save the coaching staff to save uh, this team from only winning three games this season. Like I, think- I, I get he's won two games in the last couple of weeks, and yeah, maybe uh, you trot him out there against the Cardinals. He can get that win, mm-hmm. but I mean. The Lions, you're not going to win that game with Bajan as quarterback. You're going to need Justin Fields back and healthy. Yeah, I think you're going to. And also, I I think that by the end of the season, we've given Justin Fields enough time. Right? Yeah, yes, yeah. There are quarterbacks that do need some time. I mean, look at Justin Herbert in his first year. It wasn't great. Josh Allen, even in his first year, wasn't great. And then, you know, moved and then made the moves, and now he's a better quarterback. But also, like, you you mentioned C.J. Stroud. Like, look at C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud looks the part right now. Yeah. When Joe Burrow came in, Joe Burrow looked the part. He got hurt because their line was awful and not because of any of his doing, but he looked the part right away. There are guys that can come in and look the part right away. Not saying that they're going to win a bunch of games. I mean, the Texans aren't going to win a bunch of games this year. Dude, they're 4-4. Four and four. I understand that. I understand, but they're not, they're not winning the Super Bowl was, this year. What was I asking you yesterday? Hmm. About C.J. Stroud? What about him? I forget yesterday. I was asking already. you what his MVP odds are. I eat too much weed to forget. Oh, yeah. No, come on. 
Well, I'm, all I'm saying is they're four and four. Okay, they're in playoff contention, are they not? Yeah, there's another team that's eight and one. No, I know, I know that. What I'm saying is that <laughs> what are we doing? They're they're that's where the Bears are supposed to be. We even the Bears said, are supposed to be in the spot where their quarterback is having great yeah, games and they're playing they competitively and they're in playoff contention. Of course they are. The Texans are where the Bears should be. Yes, they are. The Texans are ahead of schedule with. Because of C.J. Stroud, because of what he's been able to do. And that's what I hope Justin Field would be able to do this year. And in the games he was healthy for, hasn't really been able to do that. And he's been given all the opportunity. They revamped the offensive line. They brought in D.J. Moore. They made the defense better to try to keep them in games. It hasn't worked so far except for the few games where they play bad teams. But at this point, you should be you should be able to see a quarterback be able to carry a team in some games, not just with his legs like we saw Justin Fields do last year. We're drinking Stella. We're golfing at 390 Golf in Wooddale. Come on by. We'll be here until 8 o'clock. It's an all-calls welcome Friday night with Black and Abdal. You can join the conversation on the phone lines at 312-332-3776. It's Black and Abdal on ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. Did you try the pizza? Huh? It's so good. I know. It's great. I'm eating it right now. We're, we're at 390 Golf in Wooddale. We're drinking Stella Artois. We're having a great time. The hitting bays are loaded. Charlie's about to take a swing. We, we keep watching Charlie. He's right in front of us. Here we he go. What is he hitting with? I think it's a sand wedge, a nice little sand wedge. What did you smoke that, uh, Charlie? That 80, 80 yards? Got some distance on that? 118. 118. 118. All right. Pretty good. Nice and easy swing from Chardog. Charlie working uh, hard tonight, huh? Yeah. Well, he's... Yeah, listen, he is here for our entertainment. Yeah. He is just taking swings whenever we ask him to. He's already had a couple Stellas. He's yeah. good. Yeah, he's, he's living the life. that one? Uh, so we're live at 390 Golf, but we have eight hitting bays for those who come out to the broadcast. Mm-hmm. They are heated. So we're wearing jackets. We're like a little bit off of the heaters right now, but when you're under the heaters taking swings, yeah. it's warm. I'm warm. Yeah. You know why? I'm overwarming my field chair. Oh, yeah, you got it on. Yeah, I do. I got it turned on too. You have it activated, is what I mean. Yeah, it is activated. You have the jacket act. No, well, I'm I'm saying like I where we're at, it's not cold. No, it's It's just when you're in the hitting bay and you're taking swings, you're like I run colder than you guys do because uh, what do you call it? Uh, Arab. Okay. (laughs) So come on out, hang with us. Three ninety golf in Wooddale. We will be here until eight o'clock, and also six dollar Stella drafts, twenty two dollar sixteen ounce Stella can buckets. So come drink some Stella Artois with us and hang out tonight. All calls welcome at 312-332-3776. We're talking about the Bears game from last night. They beat the Panthers 16-13. They are now 3-7 and on the season. Uh, any thoughts on Eberflus's clock management to end the game? Throwing for it on third down, which could have resulted in leaving clock time left over for the Panthers. Risky. Seemed odd to me. Risky. Seemed odd. Seemed so, like a strange decision from Eberflus, but we've kind of grown to know as Bears fans that his decisions are often strange at the end of halves or at the end of games. Well, I thought that, you know, running the ball first down, second down was good. 
And then on third down, I was like, all right, just run the ball again, run the clock down. They'll have about 30 seconds. You'll have like 30 seconds with a rookie quarterback who hasn't scored a touchdown yet who took seven minutes to move the ball down the entire field, you know, to set up a 59-yard field goal. Like, they didn't even get all the way down the field. It took them that long to move the ball to, like, the 50-yard line, right? Yeah. So, to me, I thought it was a very risky decision, also given the fact that it looked like the ex- one of the exact same routes that Bajan threw an interception on last week, right? Like, that tight window that if the Panthers had better, you know, defensive players, that that might have been either an interception or an incompletion, and then you do. You stop the clock, you give them the ball right back, you have to punt it away, you give them the ball back with about a minute left. So I thought the move should have been run the ball into the ground, you know, maybe run in the backfield a little bit just so you burn off a few more seconds. Yeah. However much time you can burn off and then punt, you know, do the, maybe do like the rugby-style punt where you run for a little bit and then punt it away. That's fine too because you don't want to give them an opportunity with any more time on the clock, but good for Bajan, made the throw right at the ten, right at the uh, the marker, got the first down, and uh, ended the game. But I did. It was funny that they uh, they got a false start when taking a knee at the end of the game. Which is Mark kinda, from Berwyn, you're on ESPN on 1000. What's up, Mark? Hey guys, uh, Mr. Black, Mr. Abdallah, I love you guys' show. I'm calling in on the uh, concept of the all calls welcome. Uh, I've been listening to the station for years. I rarely call in because mostly I'm driving. Tonight, I'm actually sitting at home listening to you guys. But you. Uh, I love your show. My favorite part of, of, like, the 15 or 20 years I've been listening, my favorite part was when it was uh, the lads from Libertyville uh, holding Cap's toast to the fire. I used to love, <laughs> love, love that and laugh and laugh every day and enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> now that you guys don't have him for subject matter anymore, I know how sensitive he gets about stealing subject matter. But now that you guys don't have him for subject matter, I still enjoy you guys immensely. Uh, unfortunately, you got the, the Cossacks of the radio station, John Yurkovich, ahead of you guys. Uh, so, But other than that, I love you guys. Uh, I watch the Bears game almost every week without fail. I saw it last night. Uh I heard Thayer earlier saying it was unimpressive. It kind of was, but it's still a win. It was a win we actually needed because of, like everybody knows, we get the Carolina pick. And, uh, you know, uh, you guys just keep going on the radio. I love it when you've got your own show. I love you guys chipping in on the other guys' shows when you're producing. And uh, when they kick, when Cap retires, uh, maybe you guys can move into that morning spot with a good, solid show. And, and keep Cody if you can. I love him too. But thank, thank you, Mark. Thank you for the phone call. There's Mark and Berwin. I, I'd say this: it's surprising that we come up with content every night now that uh, we're not stealing caps. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's such a remarkable feat that we come up with our own stuff every I know, night. Right? I know. It's I know. pretty. It's pretty outstanding. It's, that a, we it's can... a testament to us, really. Here, I'm gonna pat you on the back. A little thank bit. you. There thank you. Go. you. Good job. Good uh, job. We go to Tino, listening in San Diego Tino. on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Tino? It's Tio. Hey, guys. That's Tio. Tio. What's up, Tio? You're in San Diego? Yeah, I'm coming to visit family. I'm going to, uh, nice. Nice. to get some tacos from Tijuana right now. Nice. What's yeah, up, Tio? Let's so, say hi, man. And, um, are you guys, um, are you uh, uh, for the game this weekend for the Chelsea versus um, Man City? Yeah. Adala. So... You're welcome for you guys. Uh, my Chelsea be the Spurs, so that way you guys are first now. 
So he's going to say. It's a big game uh, for City. I know John Stones is uh, not going to be out there, so that will hurt them a little bit. But I think the way that they've been playing, as long as they put up, I think they'll be able to put up at least two on Chelsea. So hopefully their defense holds. Win that game 2-0, call it a day, get a nice clean win, and just uh, stay atop the yep. table. How's, how's yep. Manchester United doing? Eighth. I don't know how, what, what happened last weeks ago. Who I don't won? know. What I happened know. a couple weeks ago? What happened, Chris? Eighth in the ahead, table. Tia wants an update. What <laughs> happened in the derby? You need, need to sack a manager. Oh. Ten Hag. That's sad. What happened in uh, Champions League this He's week? He's not playing Mason Mount. What happened Champions League this week? Tia wants to know. He needs an update. Yeah, the guy. Right, I don't think the group in San Diego. <laughs> last, on, last in the group. Yeah, man. So it's rough. Nice to talk to you guys. Thanks, Thanks Tio. Tio. Miss, there you miss go. you guys, and I'll see you soon in Chicago. All right. Thanks, Tio. Thanks for listening. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. You ever uh, have a moment where all of your teams are just bad? No. USC is having a down year. <laughs> Manchester United is having a tough go. The Bears are three and seven. Yeah. The Bulls have gotten off to a glorious start, under five hundred within the first month. All of my teams are bad. I'm sorry. All of them. They have some pizza. It'll make you feel better. I did have some pizza. The pizza's delicious here. Yeah. It maybe is. we. Maybe I should be a front runner like you. I'm not a front. How am I a front runner? <laughs> you. You've known me. <laughs> All right. Let's go to George in Oakland. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, George? Hey guys, how y'all doing? What's up? Sounds like y'all having a great time. Listen, oh, I want to chime yeah. in on what you guys said. First, um, uh, Tommy said it. It takes a team to lose. Uh, we put everything on field. It's, it's not on field. If you did not have the intangibles that we were looking for as a quarterback, we should have got him out of there a long time ago. Way back in the beginning of the season, we, uh, we saw what he was. But I would kind of just lean towards coaching is it not the coach's fault if he's not teaching his guys false starts that's basic shit excuse me okay. basic stuff Get that. excuse me basic stuff um, holding the ball with two hands his talent if it's not there if the passes you go through your your progressions is not there eat the ball you do great with your legs or don't get caught with it throw it in the dirt I think he's so busy worried about stats and touchdowns, like he said in his interview before the season starts, he's going to throw 4,000 yards. How? With what he has. So I'm suggesting clean house. I'm sorry. I'm a Bulls fan. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a Bears fan. Clean house. He'd probably do better in someone else's system. But the coaches has got to go. If you don't, if you, if you get rid of anybody, get rid of the coaches first. Just to show, hey, it's not just you. That's it, guys. I'll listen. All right, we got you down. Thanks for the phone call, George. Appreciate you. 312-332-3776. Clean house. I, I mean, I, I think that's the way it's, it's going. It depends, right? They, they have to play well here in the final uh, few weeks of the season, and that could determine whether or not the coaching staff is back. You know, Detroit's going to be a tough test. You face them twice. Minnesota, you have a game. They don't have their quarterback anymore, but they're on a four-game win streak. They're playing good football. Cleveland has a great defense. Arizona's a bad team. Atlanta's struggling, but they're okay. And Green Bay is struggling. Yeah. So there is an opportunity, not only for the head coaching staff to get some wins and to solidify their job status, but also the quarterback. If Justin Fields shows up and plays well down the stretch, 
the opportunity is there for him to get the job for the future. Mm-hmm. Do I think he's going to play that way? It's not likely. Because he hasn't played like that to this point. He's had pop-up games here and there, but it's well, yeah, not been consistent. Yeah, that's my point, though. What's more likely? He comes back, and he looks okay in the, in the games against tougher teams. They beat the Cardinals. They beat the Falcons. Maybe they beat the Packers at the end of the year. But, like, Ryan Poles is watching these games, too. He sees the same things we do. He yeah. sees that. And also, I think it'd be, it would be bad business to draft a quarterback and then say, okay, we're going to bring the coaching staff back. But what happens next year if they play like this again? Then you're firing a coaching staff, but you have a first-round draft pick. You have maybe the top pick in the draft's quarterback, whether it's Caleb Williams, Drake May, whoever. And then you're hiring a new coach who you have to say, you're stuck with this quarterback the same way Eberflus and Nagy were stuck with Fields. Like, you can't, to me, you can't do that. You need to bring in a new coaching staff if you're going to draft a new quarterback because you need everyone needs to have a fresh start. Everyone. Because it's not fair to that incoming coaching staff yeah. to be set with a quarterback that they might not like. But what are you going to do, turn down an NFL job? No. no. Uh, we're at 390 Golf. We're having a great time in Wooddale. We're hitting golf balls. We're drinking Stella Artois. We're, we're eating great food. They've got food here for people coming out for the broadcast. There's $6 Stella drafts. $22, 16-ounce Stella can buckets. Uh, so come on out. We're here till 8 o'clock, hanging out, 390 Golf in Wooddale. It's Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. Football, horse racing, burgers, beer, and so much more. Have a winning weekend at the newly remodeled Club Hawthorne Betting Bars, featuring cash betting at PointsBet Sportsbooks. Find a location near you at HawthorneBettingBars.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER to get help. Listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Live from 390 Golf in Wooddale, we're having a great time. It's Black and Abdallah on a Friday night. Come hang out. We are here for the next hour until 8 o'clock. The hitting bays are open. We're taking swings. We're having a great time here at 390 Golf. It's a blast. It's a blast so far. I haven't hit anybody yet, which is good. It's good. It's good for business. It's good for me. Yes. Well, I mean, uh, you've only hit me once on the golf course. I've come close, though. Never in a hitting bay, though. No, it's kind of hard, like, to stand in front of me (laughs) in a hitting bay. This facility is awesome. So we'll be here for the next hour. We're also taking your phone calls on the Chicago Bears. The Bears beat the Panthers yesterday, 16-13. All calls welcome on a Friday night. We owe you the song of the night. I want to rock! Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because dial? it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Ex- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. Tonight's song. We go to a tribe called, called Quest. Award tour, 1993. It's your Song of the Night. Black and Abdallah.
here, so I be sublime. It's enjoyable to know you in the concubines. Take off your coats, ladies act like gems. Sit down, Indian styles, you recite these hymns. See, lyrically, I'm Mario Andretti on the Momo. Ludicrously speedy or infectious with the slow-mo. Heard me in the 80s, JV's on the promo. And I never end the quest to get the paper on the caper. But now, let me take it to the queen side. I'm taking it to Brooklyn side. All the residential questions who invade the air. Hold up for a second, son, cause we almost there. You could be a black man and lose all your soul. You could be white and green, but don't prep the road. See, my dish is universal if you got knowledge of polo or belt for self. See, there's no one else who could drop it on the angle. Acute at that. So, do that, do that, do that, that, that. Come on. Do that, do that, do that, that, that. Do that, do that, do that, that, that. I'm bugging out, but let me get back because the wet is so fun and tell the others because we are the brothers. I learned how to build bikes in my workshop class. So give me the sword and let's not make it the last. So, Chris, why are we listening to a war tour by a tribe called Quest? This, this album came out 30 years ago yesterday. Ooh. How about that? You want to talk about ago. a week where we, we talk about feeling old? Yeah. This album out 30 years ago yesterday. Well, this is easily my favorite album from my favorite rap group ever, R.I.P. Fife. I mean, the sampling on this album, the verses on this album, like every, this is to me a perfect, no skips hip hop album. The, the innovation of sampling and the beats that were used and the mixture of jazz and, like, two of the best lyricists ever in hip-hop. Like, this is a perfect storm of hip-hop of the time. Like, obviously, I didn't hear it when I was eight years old. But, like, sure. when I did hear it, like, instantly became my favorite. Yeah, and I feel like so many uh, give, like, thanks and throwback towards A Tribe Called Quest and, and why they were so influential on the music scene and, and the entire genre. And I, I think that's, like, what you were saying is, like, you and I didn't grow up with it, but then, like, going back and finding it afterwards is why uh, we both love it. Yeah, my favorite song off the album, not this one, is Electric Relaxation. Uh, it's in the movie uh, Made, which is great. If yeah. Seen, it's oh, a yeah. great scene in Made when they go in the club. It's awesome. So, uh, yeah, award tour. Tribe Call Quest. There you go. It's your song of the night. Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. More of your phone calls on the Chicago Bears at 312-332-3776. It's a Friday night. We'll be back in two minutes. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago.